Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Nerds Adulting Podcast. I am one of your hosts. Man, let's do that again. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Nerds Adulting Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Peter, and I am joined once again by Josh. What's up, buddy, old pal? What's up, Peter? It's been a long, long week. It has been a long week. It's been a rough week, but I'm super pumped because... Once again, M has joined us. M, how are you doing? Hey guys, I'm ready with some dad puns. Let's go. Yes, I love people that are punny. Anyways, I'm super. I don't pumped. think that word works. Punny. No. Punny. <laughs> Call me punny. I'm gonna get smacked. Call me so, punny to my face. Sorry. <laughs> so, we are talking. This is the Last of Us fan podcast i don't even know how to describe it where we review every episode and discuss the things that happen and compare it to the game and this week we are talking episode four titled please hold my hand i have a lot of thoughts about this game but i kind of want to just talk a little bit about my experience you mean this uh, episode yeah or this i'm sorry i said game because i yeah. finally beat the game i Hey, congratulations, Peter. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. Anyways, yeah. I had a lot of thoughts. Obviously, we're not going to talk about spoilers from the game because we don't want to ruin it for people like M who has not played the game and other people that may be listening that haven't played the game either. But I have to say, I have my doubts if the show can truly match the source material. But I think that's okay because a lot of times we see books made into TV and movies that really probably aren't as good as the source material, but turn out to be really, really, really good. So I think the show can be, the show is, has been excellent and I think it will be great, but I, man, that experience of that game and that story, just everything, I put the controller down. I was like, there's no fucking way that this series can (laughs) meet, meet that, meet that experience of that game. It was un believable like it i mean the show the show is doing a good job so far and i mean there's going to be some there's going to be some stuff that the game it won't be able to match like you said yeah i don't want we're not going to get into it hopefully we can do once this at the the live very last episode's over we can do a deep dive in comparison to the game and talk about stuff but i just have to say if you have a ps4 or a ps5 or even a playstation 3 you really need to play The Last of Us because holy shit, man, that game. It's okay. I've only been telling you for I, seven years. I, and I'm not saying you were wrong. I never said you were wrong. Okay. I was me- mentally, I probably wasn't in the best place to be playing that game. It's super heavy. You know, I was tired of the post apocalyptic walking dead shit, you know, all that stuff. You know, humans, humans are bad. We get it. You know, you're horrible. But yeah. if you have a console that can play that game, Fucking play it, cause holy shit! And that's all I wanted to say. I, we're gonna talk about episode four, but I just had to throw it's, that out there. It's coming out on uh, the PC. computer, right? Yep. On March. So yes, there you go. So yeah, you no can actually play it. For anybody. Yeah, you can play it on PC. Although lately, games releasing on the PC have been <gasps> sort of shitty. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, he's, talking about, Callisto, he's talking about ports. He's talking about ports. Yeah, Protocol. Okay, was not a very good launch. I mean, even games that launch, Elden Ring had had a, a little bit of a rough launch. It wasn't horrible, but I mean, lately, it, we're not gonna get into this because it has to do with the Unreal Four engine. But anyways, fair enough. Anyways, you are correct. So you can play it on PC. Just if you're a gamer, and man, play. It. I don't even care if you're not a gamer. Just put that thing on the easiest setting and just play through it. I played it on a slightly easier setting just so I can get through it. 
No regrets. No regrets. Not even one letter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> everyone could catch that reference. Anyways. You guys are getting paid? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're here to talk about The Last of Us, Episode 4, Please Hold My Hand, directed by Jeremy Webb. I don't know if you all looked up to see any of his past work, and it seems to line up with the previous director of Episode 3, who was Peter Hoare. So, Jeremy Webb, director of Episode 4, he did some episodes of Alt of Carbon. Mm-hmm. He did Umbrella Academy, Lock and Key, uh, The Colony, Legion, Fear of the Walking Dead. So, he's got an extensive history of directing TV shows and, a, and pretty well done. And Josh, do you have the numbers for, I have the numbers if you don't, but do you have the numbers for the viewership of this week? I do not have the numbers for this week's viewership. I got you. I ooh, do ooh, assume, ooh, I do I assume, them. I do assume that we, they might've had a drop off. Ooh. ooh you, okay. Interesting. Okay. M, now, you have obviously them. all of those people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, actually. I will say, I thought that I was, hold on, I would say, I thought the same thing Josh, Josh thought when I watched this, this episode. But anyways, and what are the numbers? So the numbers actually increased. So episode six, no, sorry, blah, 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 blah. Episode three was 6.4 million. And episode four, drum roll, 7.5 million. Another so, increase. Yes, it's crazy. I guess people really liked the third episode and everybody started talking. And even though the Grammys were on. That's right. It still got more, I mean, it still got, more viewers than last week or two weeks That's, ago. I completely forgot about the Grammys. Honestly, I haven't watched. Yeah, Grammys, Grammys. got twelve point four million, but you know it's the Grammys. Do you and know? Then, and then Pedro Pascal hosted SNL. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Oh, guys, seen that? I don't know. I don't know if you guys watched it. I did watch it. I did. Holy fuck, was it funny? I only the Mario thing. Oh, yes, hilarious. That's the only thing that I saw, and it was hilarious. The golden. It was. Awesome. It was so good. Like, I'm like, okay, we need this now. Like, we need this to be actually <laughs> yes. made. So it was great. It was, I need to watch that episode actually because I wanted to see the the rest of it. But I'd rather watch that than the actual upcoming Mario movie. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Man. No, man. I don't know. I mean, it's done I'd by rather DreamWorks. have that that very serious it's a me, a Mario. I mean, yes. I want to <laughs> I see loved that. that. That was that was great. I will give you that. It's interesting you said that they went up against the Grammys because as I'm not sure I'm sure you all know. This new episode five is going to be airing Friday because Sunday is the Super Bowl. Ah, yes. Phillies. Yeah. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. So <laughs> Sorry, apparently we have a Phillies fan. I'm in Philly. I have to. It's all get... good. I don't have anything against Philadelphia or Kansas City for that matter. I'm a Bears fan. So. In fact, um, so silly thing. They're postponing school for two hours on Monday. <laughs> so, you know, they can't. I don't care. This should be a should national holiday. It. The day after a Super Bowl should be a national fucking holiday, in my opinion. But anyways, yeah. So I thought it was weird because I saw it said, and it actually says, I think on HBO Max, it says airing every Friday. It hmm. didn't. They didn't change it to just this Friday. It says airing every Friday. I was like, that's not right. And then I saw that they they have changed it. So we may be recording an episode earlier. We haven't decided yet, but we may be recording the episode earlier to coincide with the earlier release of, the, of episode five. So, yeah, on Friday I have to work night, so I'm not even going to be able to watch it till Saturday morning. Okay, yeah. 
Well, then watch it Saturday morning and we'll talk but about I think it. I, I think I might actually just get home from work and just be like, we're watching it. I mean, I think episode we're watching five, it now. given what we know get about the, the game, I think episode five is going to be a banger. We're going to be crying in episode five for sure. For sure. Well, I, know I don't nothing. know. They, they might, they might, they might make it two episodes long. Uh, I yeah, think, I, I think it'd it be interesting if they, if they stretched it out, but then based off the fact that it's the fifth episode and there's supposed to only be nine episodes in the season, I don't think that that's enough time. So it might be just a single episode. Yeah. That's something that's going to be, I'm curious to see is how they fill these episodes. Cause I feel like a lot has happened specifically with the relationship in Joel in comparison to the game. It feels like it's happened a lot quicker than like in the game. Cause in the game, it took a little bit while for Joel to warm up, but in this episode, Joel and Ellie seem to be warming up to each other pretty quick, which we'll get into. Which Just cracky I love. smiles. Yeah. Well, they... the thing the thing is that after the situation with Sam, that's when you start skipping seasons. Mm-hmm. In the game, that's, that's when true. like months time jumps, go by. Yeah. Time, time jumps, jumps. like mm-hmm. month long time jumps, months long. Yeah. So getting right into it, the opening scene we had the opening scene in the road trip, and the opening scene we had Ellie with the with the pistol. That she had taken, which belonged to Frank. We think it's Frank's pistol. It's Frank's, yeah. And because he's it's the same one he pulled out when they were being attacked by raiders. And yes. so she's playing around. I really like that scene because she's playing around with the gun in the mirror. It's like a very kid thing, very teenage thing to do when you have one. But it also made me wonder what her training was when she was with Fedra. That was one of the things I wondered because later on we see. I'm kind of jumping ahead, but we see Joel. You know, kind of train her a little bit on. On the weapon, so maybe wonder gives her some gives her some pointers. Yeah. I like a tip, yeah. I yeah, say. but I she, feel like she knew to like take out the bullets and to do everything before she yeah, points at it the, at the at mirror. the beginning. The beginning yeah. of the scene, I was like, "What are you doing?" And then she yeah. like unloads it, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Are I you have a, to me. I have thoughts about that scene with Joel and Ellie later on. And what I'll, I'll get into with you, Josh. Maybe you, I think you might agree with me. But anyways, so yeah, and then we had. So the, a lot of, you know, a few things happened. We had the porn magazine scene, which was exactly <laughs> from the game. It's exactly yeah, essentially like what line, happened. Line for line. Yeah, yeah, which is great. Hilarious. I loved it. It was fun to see it. And uh, my notes, I put gas again. Oh, when we talked about it last episode, <laughs> like yes. killing me. And then what I actually did like, though, is we learned a lot more about Tommy than I felt like we did in the game. Like a lot of his backstory about like what happened with how he got to where he was at, where he was going. Yeah. Cause we don't know where Tommy is at right now. We, we know, but M and others don't pro if they stick to the story, don't know. And right. it was just interesting. Cause in the game, we didn't really get much. We didn't, I don't think they ever said what happened to Tommy after Sarah was killed. Like he just, they, you know, whatever. Yeah. They happened. don't, they don't elaborate very, yeah. off, very, very much. So, uh, so yeah, I enjoyed that. It was, it was, that was fun. Those are my main things that I, that I noticed. So what did you all think about the opening scene and the rest of the stuff that happened before they got to Kansas city? Josh, I'll let you go first on this one. Tonight. I thought the opening scene was very lighthearted. I found it hilarious. I mean, the, 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 the jokes when he's siphoning, she's like, what are you doing? He's like, this is a siphon. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, trying how does to it work? How it like reverses gravity. And she's like, are you sure? And he's like, I just know that it works. Like, it's giving me a hard time. He's like, oh, you don't that, know. <laughs> the ba- that that early episode banter was uh, completely on point, and I enjoyed every single line. The, so, the, the, the pun book, that was hilarious. I loved that because you you could tell Joel wanted to laugh, but he was fighting it. 
was the take that I got. I loved that scene that you were talking about. Carry on. Sorry, I just want to throw that out there. That was what I noticed. Yeah, that that early part of the show uh, was very entertaining. I thought it was uh, for the stuff that they used from the game and stuff that they wrote for the episode. I thought it was well done. It it just expands a little bit more about that relationship that's building between the two characters for the casual Last of Us observer. The, the uninitiated Last of Us. The fans. uninitiated. <laughs> there you go. Um, what did you think? Oh, I'm curious to know what you thought about the porn mag scene because <laughs> that was great. Because you don't know, you never saw that. So. No, <laughs> like the, the quotes are really good. How do you walk around with that thing? Why are the pages stuck together? And it's funny because Joe's like, "Oh my god, this is a little girl. Stop looking at this." Meanwhile, she yeah. actually knows that she's cracking jokes like people, you know, jerk off to yeah. those things, and pages those get stuck together. <laughs> she is not innocent. So that was really funny. Um, but yeah, I really like the Hans Sayer background when he started talking about his um young his younger brother, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Brother, yeah. Where where he joined the military at the age of 18. What the yeah, like called him a joiners or something. Yeah, I think he he's, like a, he's, he's a joiner. He's, he's he's talking about uh the vicious cycle. Yeah. He's referencing that vicious cycle of like you joined the military, you thought you were doing good, turns out it wasn't for you and then the fireflies come around they give you another something else to look uh, forward then to. you drop out yeah yeah so and on and so forth right again you just join up it's like he's saying that tommy is easily manipulated by these big organizations that have this idea he's easily pulled in by the larger than self yeah larger than he wants self to be a hero self-righteous yeah, yeah like self-righteous he wants to do the right thing he wants to do help make the world a better place sort of thing which makes sense. The Army's very good at recruiting, saying you're doing things for your country and doing things for that. And I know Josh is in the Army now, and as I learned very quickly, that that is not always the case. But definitely yeah. great for for as a career choice, in my opinion. But anyways, that's another story for another day. Yeah. So I felt like Ellie was super likable in the beginning. She was smiling. She was just in really good spirits. She's mm -hmm. hilarious. It it was almost a little little bit more than what I was getting from the game version of Ellie. I mean, though she was still a teenager, still was kind of lighthearted. I felt like this version of Ellie was more so that more happy go lucky given the scenario. I don't know if you all got that vibe from her, but she just seemed like in great spirits in the opening. She seems yeah. like she's trying to crack uh the hard shell that joe yes. has she's like i am going to make you laugh <laughs> with this <Right>. book <laughs> right yeah that's I a great like yeah that's a great trying, analogy she's trying, trying to, to make like, the better but trying to make a better lighthearted situation of this she's like donkey and shrek show. you know when yeah. he's right. like he's trying to begin the first track and then that's when the, like he does the whole ogres have layers and then Donkey's like, oh, you know what? No one else has layers. Parfait. Everybody loves parfait. No, you ever heard someone say, <laughs> yeah. "I don't like parfait"? No. That's what, that's what makes me think of now that you mentioned that. It's just someone trying to someone break someone and, and have them open yeah. up. Josh, were you gonna say something? No, no, I was not. Oh, okay. Sorely, you are mistaken. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> my bad. About your opinion. My bad. My bad. All right. So yeah, there wasn't a whole lot that happened in in, in the beginning there that I have of note. Was there anything? that happened there that you wanted to talk about that i missed uh i like the forest scene where they go into yes, the forest okay. and um sorry 
No, no, you're good. Yeah. That's what I missed. They go into the forest. They're like, she asks about the fire because it's obviously cold. And I really like the uh, the quote that Joe said, like, um, fungus are not that smart, but, you know, but the implications that human are and the raiders are. And mm. the fact that he was like, yeah, let's get some sleep. I got to, you know, drive day and night tomorrow or something. So they go to sleep, but yet he still stays up and like watches over, making sure that nobody yeah, he sneaks he up finds, behind him. He finds it hard. I don't think I don't. I think it's in part that, but I think it's in part also what he deals with on a daily basis. You know, being himself. I mean, Joel is a character that is severely damaged, severely traumatized by his past, and he tries to push all that weight into his feet every day. I can only assume that. The weight that Joel carries is is a supernova scale, <laughs> and it only we all know where it goes <laughs> from from that that starting point that you play in the game and the starting point that we're getting in the show. But I feel like the one on the TV also is showing a little bit of his parenting, where she sure is kind of worried, and he was like, "Nobody's gonna find us here." He's kind of like assuring her, and then once again, he does stay up the whole entire night with the gun making sure one thing i want one thing i wanted to point out about the forest scene is it's it, this is one of those scenes that comes into what i was talking about and i think it was in our first episode where i referenced that the show i believe it's going to suffer from the whole like everything looks like a set kind of thing because that is like the prettiest forest i have ever seen i would love to camp in a forest where all of the grass is uniform and there's no like shit, like jumbled up, like vines or bushes everywhere that you can't sleep in. Like they perfectly drove into a very neatly <laughs> trimmed forest and were able to find a nice. I mean, obviously, I don't even know what uh, state they're in, but I don't know what state they're in at that point. But if they're I going would, to, to push yeah. back on that just a little bit is that they did pull off the side of the road of a highway. And so usually they do more maintenance on those areas. I'm not sure how far, how deep they went in, but they usually do maintenance on the forest area. They do control burning. I mean, there's grass there, so they probably didn't do control burning there. But usually area beautification is a little bit more common closer to highways. So I don't know how far, I'm guessing they didn't go that deep because they had to drive their truck you know, well, you go to an actual who's forest. Who's doing the maintenance? The fucking infected. That's true. That's true. <laughs> the deer. That's true. We're we're the talking about 20, 20 years later after the. You got me there. My bad. You're right. That, that's that's <laughs> funny. Success. Who's doing the, 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 the over, guys? The are out there with like uh, fucking clickers out there with trimmers. Fucking <laughs> fucking. <laughs> we gotta make this place look beautiful. Well, they're so part of nature. Fucking care. kill in it. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. All right, I'll give you that. It didn't bother me, but I I get what you're saying. Now that you said I mean, it, it doesn't I'm really it. it doesn't really bother me. But like I remember, they drove into the woods, and I was like, okay, so oh god, so okay, so my job in the army, so I'm a scout, so I'm always thinking of like in forested areas like that. I'm always thinking about concealment, and so like when they just drive into this very open wooded area. I was like, this place sucks. Like, <laughs> I would not want to hide here. Obviously, they have, tree, they have tree cover and stuff. And it's depending on how deep they go, the density of the wood line is going to cover them. But still, like. Do you think 
Don't you think Bill had camo netting somewhere in his place that they could have brought with him just to cover the truck up to at least conceal a little bit better? I feel like Bill would have had camo netting somewhere in there. And it would have smelled yeah. nice if yeah. Frank was well, around. Yeah, well, if it's Frank's, yeah. It would have smelled nice. Yeah. I liked nice, that a little bit. Nice that was funny. <laughs> I liked that con- that line when Ellie was like, oh, the sleeping bag smells nice. It smells it be better or better. Yeah, and he was like, must be yeah. Frank's. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, that that scene. So I think... I agree. Obviously, Joel was tormented from his past. I think, or I know, we. I think it's pretty obvious the story is about uh, how Joel's affected by the loss of his daughter and how Ellie comes along and it's sort of like his second chance. Either in the beginning, unwilling, unwillingly a second chance for him, right? He doesn't want to be a part of it because of what, of his trauma, right? And so I think when you talk about Joel is a protector for one, because that's just who he is to, with Tess and with and with uh, um, Sarah, because that's what fathers, good fathers, do. And I think that's why part of why he wakes up and just pulls guard duty for who knows how long, because he can't. He, I don't think he could live with himself if he let something happen to Ellie. At, you know, if he loses his second daughter, his second chance at protecting his daughter, that's sort of like what I feel like that's going on. Emily, were you gonna say? No, like I wanted just to add on that in the beginning, he's still even this episode, he still calls her cargo. But yeah, that's 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 all I wanted to say. No, that's true. Yeah, he says that because that's he's trying to. He doesn't want to do this again for his fear of you know failing at protecting her. I think essentially is what it comes down to. This is his chance at it again. Doesn't want it for fear of failing again, and he probably I can't imagine. He's probably thinking, I can't deal with that again if I were I was to fail. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I do, however, think referencing the cargo thing that he's maybe he's not quite there yet. And he's still under that, I guess, mental like this obligation that he's imposed on himself because of Tess. Right. Yeah, because Tess was the was the deciding factor in both the game and the show. Right. You know, he wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for Tess. He would have just went back to camp to or to the quarantine zone. Right. So Yeah. All right. Is there anything else that I missed, Josh, from the opening scene besides mm-hmm. that that one? No, not that I can think of at this time. Okay. I also did like they kept the the scene where Elle, I appreciate I was in the game where I was like I'm not tired and then she's like knocked out. <laughs> like, yeah, that's so cute. Yeah, that's a typical kid. Like I'm not tired and just you're about the whole the whole way there. So that yeah. leads them to. I mean, I love. I also I don't. I love the banter about the coffee. It smells like cat. Yes, thank you. And he's, he's like, like he's like crap like something, slyly yeah. slurping it. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was like fuck you. <laughs> We also yeah. found out there's Starbucks at the QZs because of it. <laughs> well, no, she says, is this what the Starbucks that are in the, because I obviously at this point, those buildings have been repurposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To something else. And oh, so okay. I thought like she, in the beginning, they, prob- they, they probably just left the signs up or maybe they're, she well, learned yeah, about what Starbucks is. Photos of coffee mugs, people drinking coffee, people talking about coffee. People talk I about, yeah. Can't imagine it being very common in the apocalypse. But. I mean, in the beginning, in the first episode where Joel meets with that guard, he's in like kind of like a cantina area where like mm. people, like a watering hole, a bar, a coffee place. I don't know what the fuck, but people look, seem to be gathered there and they're, you know, sitting down, relaxing and talking to each other. So 
maybe there there is like maybe Starbucks survives. I don't know. I didn't pay <laughs> attention. Starbucks. I didn't pay, I didn't pay attention if there was a Starbucks sign. I maybe there was. Fuck. I don't know. I can't imagine. I mean, yeah. How would you get coffee? You'd have to be using like twenty-year-old coffee at that point. Because I, I mean, doubt... I bet you you can still grow it somewhere out there. You just gotta transport it, just like you grow your bread. I mean, well, you don't grow bread, but you grow your grain for the bread, and you get your chicken somewhere. They well, come I from doubt somewhere. That, I doubt that. I doubt that Bill and Frank are growing coffee. You no, know, they're, not. they're not. They're not talking about that. It's coffee. Old. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying coffee in general. I would imagine is because I don't coffee's not commonly not grown in the united states as far as i know I, no I'm not, it's I'm, not but like south america there's coffee yeah so you just gotta you know i just find more. it hard to believe that coffee is being we're going off another weird tangent today i just find <laughs> it i find it weird i find it hard to believe that coffee is being grown and mass produced to enough to the point where it's coming to the united states i would i bet you coffee would be like currency by now if you yeah, like oh, something, yeah. could you imagine if we gritty. had to give up coffee? I would lose my fucking mind. I'd be killing people just to get coffee. I don't care about food. <laughs> give me my caffeine. Cigarettes so. and coffee. That's all you need. Yeah. French. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that leads us up to to the Kansas City, which I don't you, think we're in Kansas anymore. Yeah. Nice. Which is a deviation <laughs> from the game because in the game they go to Pittsburgh, which I guess traveling sense. Didn't really make sense for them to go to Pittsburgh if they're trying to go to the West to Wyoming, but they, which they addressed in the behind the last of us stuff at the end of the episode, they said they, they changed it to Kansas city because it made more sense for them to go there. Right. And that's where we get essentially, I mean, I'm jumping right to the trap scene. So that essentially is what exactly what happens in the game. Except for, they have a trap set up where the where the truck gets hit as they try to drive past the fake injured dude. Yeah, almost almost like mm. a, a a what's it called a deadfall deadfall trap, but it's with a truck. Right, 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 right. But they didn't do that; they just crashed, which is fine. I, it was a small deviation from that scene, and I had some thoughts about that gunfight and what ultimately transpired with. Yeah, so do I. Okay, I, okay. I, I think I think you and I. I think you and I are <laughs> okay. might be on the same page. All right, so I'm gonna let M go first on this in a minute. But so we see they they get in a gunfight, go shoots and kills one. I think it was one. I don't know if it was was it two or three. I thought it was two. He, he, and then he someone, shoots, the third guy shows two. up on, and the third guy surprises him from behind, right? Correct. And this is where they had the scene where Ellie shoots the dude in the back, and then leads into some like disturbing stuff. And yeah, so M, I'll let you go. What did you think about that? That whole scene, Joel killing the guy, uh, Ellie struggling. I really did like her struggling. Like she just killed somebody, and she teared up a little bit because you know that's probably heavy for a fourteen-year-old, even though. It might not have been her first time, technically, but no, she ex- she explains that it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but still, and Cole like straight up executing somebody like that to save Joel. It was an interesting moment because you see her tear up and then immediately just like whatever. I mean, so, she doesn't. She doesn't. She if you think about him. it, she doesn't kill him. She just grave. I mean, she paralyzes him. She yeah. like, shoots him in the, in the butt. Back. Yeah, jo- yeah, and the that's in, in the, the butt. butt. Yeah. <laughs> if if Joel hadn't killed him, that guy's definitely you know not walking forever. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't think so. He seemed fine. He just was bleeding. It was definitely, I don't know. I, I guess I have to rewatch it. Yeah, that dude was fucked. But, he said, I can't feel my legs. I don't know. You really? might be right. He said yeah, that? He, yeah, he, he said he, he can't feel his legs. Oh, okay. I, but I thought he might have been lying, you know, because he didn't want to get killed. That's what I was thinking at that point. So, But I actually think he couldn't feel his legs because he 
I mean, in a situation like that, I mean, he didn't expect for Ellie to be there. He thought it was just Joel. Yeah. 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 Everybody's tough until they're on the other side of the. Yes, the exactly. And um, leave me know your thoughts, Josh. I'll let you go after that because I think we might actually agree for once <laughs> on this. For the whole entire gunfight, even like leading up to it, I think it was pretty awesome. Joe being Joe, he was on that side once. He knew exactly what this was. That was an ambush. Instead of stopping, he went straight for it. I'm surprised that he didn't actually hit the guy, the other guy that was shooting at them. He just went into the convenience store or whatever it was that they crashed into. Um, as for the gunfight itself, all right, pretty decent. It's a good gunfight. Um, it was really nice to see the obedience of Ellie because, you know, in the third episode, he's like, you do whatever I tell you to do. He's like, okay, fine. Um, so she does that. She doesn't question. She goes through the hole and everything, but then he does get, you know, after, uh, dispatching two of the other guys, he does get caught by the third guy. And I really like the whole entire interaction there. Um, then, you know, him almost killing Joe and then getting shot at whatever backside body part he gets shot at. And um, the whole entire reversal of, you know, please don't shoot me. Please don't shoot me. Have my knife. Yes. My mom is right there. Like, please don't shoot me. We can be friends. We're friends. We're no longer fighting. We can be trading. And it's just that whole entire interaction of a human trying to talk their way out to survive so yeah so was, what did you think about that and then joel basically ultimately fucking ruthlessly killing him like what did you think about that i um i i i believe it is that i don't know like you think that you like you understand like, i understand that, 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 I, yeah. yeah i it's totally 100 percent in joel's character at least the, the joel from this tv show mm-hmm. to um kill in order to survive because he has done that before he has done that to the security guard and many many other times where he doesn't distinguish um well i guess he does distinguish but like this is what i have to do in order to survive well we know we found out later on in the conversation with ellie that joel has done some bad shit when she asked him have you ever killed like innocent people before he didn't answer her so we start i mean that kind of made sense in that aspect but it was pretty ruthless, but I'm gonna hold my thoughts on that. I I do um, I I don't like it, but I do like the fact that he didn't shoot him. He uses knife the guy's knife to kill him, kind of preserving bullets because bullets are so scared, you know, scarce nowadays. Yeah. So I like that little um, I I guess exchange like not exchange. I just like the idea that you know bullets are scared, preserve them while you can. So yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. knife him. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. What one of the things I was I was reading about and I agreed. I was like, why the fuck did did Joel bring that old ass fucking rifle when Bill had a wall of all sorts of high end you know guns for lack of a term? Why would he take that one that one rifle, one bullet at a time rifle when you can get a semi automatic rifle modern day weapon that bill had they clearly bill had why was he using that one so that's one of the things that kind of like i was agreeing with like that's doesn't make sense to me but josh i'll let before i dive into my transgressions i'll let you take what i'm gonna hear your thoughts about that the killing and the begging and all the things that happened ellie and all that stuff okay so 
you everybody's watched Game of Thrones, right? What, si. What's that? <laughs> it's it's okay. a book. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, the one issue that I had with this scene is where is the violence? Okay, Peter knows, and you don't know. The Last of Us, the game, is an insanely violent experience. It is not for the faint of heart. And so when, in the beginning of the show, Marlene expresses to the audience, not only to the audience, obviously to Ellie, and but it's basically trying to hint to the audience that Joel and Tess are dangerous. And I did not get that sense in this scene from Joel. In this, in this scene, I got what I got from Joel was I know how to survive, and it's always by the skin of my teeth. Because that's basically what happened. If Ellie was not there, that's it. Joel would have been done for. Because that guy had him overpowered. He would have choked Joel to death. Obviously, you can say that, no, Joel would have pulled his pistol out of his head. No, he no, was no. fucked, man. He was going to die. Was, he, no, was he, was. Absolutely, he was absolutely in the, on the losing side if it was not for Ellie. Now, the two guys that Joel shoots, it's all off screen. Every death in that whole scene was done off screen. The guy that he stabs is off screen. One guy dies. He just falls over. You know, he, they don't really show like that. It's, it's, and it's kind of like zoomed out in a way. They don't, they don't have, you know, that, that they don't give video game violent energy. And my question is, this is HBO, you know? They have a show where a guy holds a woman by the neck and stabs her in her pregnant stomach. Like, what the fuck? Shit. Pedro Pascal had his skull ripped open by a guy's bare hands. So what I'm what I'm trying to get at is I don't get I don't know whether or not they intend on showing that actual danger that Joel is capable of later on in the show or if they're going to circle it around Joel's morality when it comes to killing because like I said I said it in I said I know that they're trying to make it a more believable experience because Joel cleans like 500 people in the oh, first yeah. Last of Us it's, game. It's like, like a massacre. <laughs> if yeah, you count see, all the people he kills in the game. genocidal <laughs> maniac, obviously, I mean, it's, it's a game. player. It's a it's game. It's a video game, exactly. But, yeah. it's, it's supposed to be that way. Yeah. I get it. But, and I understand this. They're trying to make it more realistic, like more believable, that it's not easy to outmaneuver and outgun, you know, 15 dudes, which realistically in that scene, after you get ambushed in the game, you do fight at about 15 12 15 people and obviously joel and the player you know you're a lot more aware you have that little ability where you can listen to people's movements and shit so yeah go I ahead i just want to talk about brutality you talk about brutality in that fucking scene in the game he smashes a dude's face on the edge of like a shelf and mashes it like a fucking melon in that scene well, well not only the that they also have the 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 drink the the freezer he fucking they they're fighting mm. and they get bashed up against the glass and yes. the guy's trying to the guy's yes. trying to, it's a super iconic yeah the last of us scene where the guy's trying to shove joel's neck onto this huge shard of glass and joel just happens to overpower him like at the last second and the guy he grabs him and pushes him and the guy's neck fucking 
opens up on the glass himself and they and they show all of it so like i'm wondering why they're why they steer why they made that decision to steer away from that violence that's present in the game i have a theory on that when hbo itself doesn't have i mean chernobyl was pretty had some pretty grotesque stuff my that's that's Craig Mazin. So I'm just wondering as to why they're sh- they shied away from it. Maybe it's just in this episode. My theory is that doing. I think they're trying to differentiate themselves from The Walking Dead. I think because The Walking Dead was fucking brutal and they had a lot of grotesque scenes. And I think there's a lot of similarities to The Walking Dead, to this show, being in a post-apocalyptic, being it be zombies, for a lack of a better term, infected versus walkers. I know the story is different because there's two people in a relationship traveling to one area. It's almost, almost like a Western in a post-apocalyptic zombie scene or a world, right? I, th- I, this is just my total guessing and my theory. I don't, I think they're trying to differentiate, differentiate themselves a little bit from the walking dead. Cause we saw all that horrible stuff happen in the walking. Dead. That's just my thoughts on that and why they're st- kind of staying away from the, sheer brutality and violence that we saw in the game. I mean, I can kind of see what you're saying. I just wish that I would have felt like, I wish that I would have gotten that sense of urgency in combat that you get from the game. Obviously, I know that a game is meant to make you feel like that. And this is a television show. But like, move around, reposition. If you've been doing this for a long time, it's because you know how to do those things. And he just held his ground and his, and you're right about the weapon thing, 100%. There's no way that fucking, what's his name, uh, Bill did not have stockpiles of ammunition for every single one of those weapons that were in that little uh, basement area. He totally could have grabbed one that at least is magazine fed. And I have another one, another thing. So in the beginning, I know we're going off on another tangent of the original. I, was no, like, no, no. I mean, this is, <laughs> so, this is what the show's about. So, our conversation. And, and we're not, I'm not complaining. I call these critiques. We're just critiquing the show. We love it for the most part, but there's things that, that I found that I, that I agree. In the v- second episode, he has the, was it the M4 or the M16? And he's like, puts it underneath. And he says, I believe it's M4, yeah. And he was like. That's in the third. What? Yeah, no. it's in the it's third. In the third. It's, oh yeah, it's the beginning of the third. Okay, yeah. okay anyways, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Where is he going? He's going to fucking Bill's house. Do you not think this motherfucker has five, five, six rounds at Bill's yeah. house? Yeah, I noticed that too. I also thought about that. So it didn't occur to me until just thinking about these yeah. things. I I did think about that. I was like, you're going to the guy's house that has all the stuff. Yeah. So why? What? What was the rationale in, in him saying that their ammo is hard to find for this, but you're going to the one guy that most likely would have five, five, six rounds? Although I feel yeah. like Bill would not be parting with his ammunition that lightly, you know? I feel like he would need something Shit, to trade it he with. Could, he could, yeah, That's a good point. exactly. That's that, a good point. He could tra- yeah. yeah, but you know what he could trade? That weapon. <laughs> for the or five, just ammunition? Yeah. <laughs> no, he could, no. He, he, he could have traded that weapon for something that Bill was willing to part with. Mm. Yeah. I mean, okay. it's possible Bill loved his guns. You saw him. He was worried about one gun being traded for strawberry seeds. So. <laughs> a, a, a little one. A little <laughs> one. So, <laughs> even though he's got guns, he still probably would take another one. So, yeah, it's a good. that's a good point. Okay, I'll give you that one, M. But just these things that I'm thinking, and the one that really bothered me was him taking that one <laughs> single round rifle, you know, 
that just it just drove me crazy. Like shit, you'd be better off with an M1 Garand at that point. At least you know an M1 Garand is semi-automatic, right? You <laughs> just pow, 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 yeah. pow. That's what I'm saying. Like a magazine-fed weapon. Yes. That uses the same type of ammunition because I mean, my assumption is that that rifle is shooting 223, which is essentially yeah. 556, the civilian variant of 556, because 556 is a military grade round. I'm M is like, hey, <laughs> sure. M is like, <laughs> M is like, I don't know. <laughs> I already know that because I was in the army. So that's the reason why I know. I didn't know anything about guns until I got in the army. But, anyways. Yeah. But so, and so, I mean, you could still, I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to, now I have to go back to episode three and look at that gun wall and comb it and be like, why didn't you take that? Like, you could have, <laughs> like you could have accomplished, you could have accomplished. In the storms, yeah. there was like an AUG on the wall there. He had a shit ton of rifles. He should have taken another gun. And then, and then, and then, <laughs> why did they just leave all the shit that they had in the truck? Like, they couldn't bring anything with them? They had nothing. Oh, one thing that I noticed, I don't know if you guys picked up on it, and probably not, but Peter, where the fuck is Joel's backpack? That's what I'm saying. They, they had... Where, where is it the stuff anything at all yeah when they leave i the know truck i know that the, i know that they're driving trying, me crazy they're tr- i know that they're trying to like stay away from like gameisms but it is not a gameism to have a backpack with supplies in it right if they sure had, i'm not I'm, saying have them get down every 10 seconds and craft a fucking pipe bomb <laughs> that's not what i that's not what i'm that's not i'm like oh let me craft a Molotov cocktail from scratch every the fucking guy 10 minutes. Thing. <laughs> yeah, because in the game, you could do that. He pops yeah. his bag down. They did it in the first episodes. They pop their bags down. They open them and use stuff in them. Why, does it, <laughs> why, isn't there, why isn't there any of that in this episode? They are experiencing combat, but Joel is just bagless. Yeah, and if they did take a backpack with supplies with them, would that, would that, could they still have done... The rest of the episode, the way it was done, and not break, I don't want to say immersion, but break the logic. No, it would have been fine. Because there at no point did they have, at any point, did they need supplies. At any point between them, the gun scene with Ellie, to that episode, it doesn't matter. What I think about is, what what did they even take from Bill's house? We don't know. Besides sleeping bags and coffee. Like, yeah, they got... The coffee, coffee, sleeping bags, and cooking utensils. I feel like the sleeping and, and bags were already in the car. You know, like, and, and Chef Boyardee. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, by the way, that's like 20 years old. How long does that, like, Chef Boyardee thing I last? I Googled it. I Googled it. I don't Longer know. the it's, tampons? Apparently, they have a shelf life because they, you know, they have to say, but technically, they said that that's if insane. the can is undamaged, it's most likely still edible. Yeah, as long as the can is not damaged, it can last. Don't 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 sleep on don't sleep on canned food, man. Canned food can go for a long time. So if you see like bubbles in it, or if it's like warped or rust, don't eat it. But if it's in good condition, you can eat it and you be. Yeah, if you come if you come across a can that's like bloated, it's because there's something fucking wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. don't. There's something going on. Something going on in that can. You don't want it. You don't even want to open that can. All right, all right. Let me finish up my thoughts real quick about that scene. Yeah, go ahead. So. Uh, the the Ellie shooting and saving Joel was fine. We saw a very similar thing that happened in 
the game. I wish we would got the quote. I shot the fuck out of that guy. So I wish we would have got that line, but we didn't get it. I loved it. And then I it reminded me when when Brian was begging for his life. It reminded me of the game because there's some points in the game where you like you kill all the guys and then the last guy is hurt. And he like sort of begs for his life, and you can just even leave him. Yeah, the AI, him. the AI, the AI recognizes that it's alone. Yeah, and then so like he's injured, and and you know they kind of like beg for their life. I fucking kill him in the game. I don't know what that says about me, but I still just blow. <laughs> I just kill him, and so that's what that kind of reminded me of. I thought it was a bit chilling, and it felt. I don't know. I I, I I'm indifferent. I, I'm torn between what I think about. Would Joel really do something that brutal? But I guess he would. I think he would. It just seemed almost like. I felt like it was out of character for him to do something so brutal and so horrible, but I guess he would do that though. I think Joel would ultimately. But then like, if he didn't, the guy would have been like, yes, look for a guy 40, 50 years old and then look for a younger girl. So they would have a target on the back. He shot two men and the girl shot whatever. He shot two men that tried to rob him. Okay, exactly. One and thing I, feel that like I didn't he, like is like you said that in the game he runs the guy over. He does because oh, in he the hits game him. I don't think he runs him over. Well, he, yeah, he, he doesn't he run hits him over. Him. He he hits he fucking him hits and him. He, he fucking plops over the the top yeah. of the, the windshield. But then they also he also shoots like the guy's like fuck like when he's like yeah he's not even hurt right yeah and then he pulls his gun shoots through the windshield and then Joel fucking clacks his ass and he flips over the truck. And then they deadfall the bus, the giant fucking commercial bus. They drop it down the hill, and it hits the truck. They crash into the building, and then you have your little melee. That's another thing that I really wished we would have so, seen is to see that melee prowess that Joel hand-to-hand, has. Hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, that hand-to-hand that yeah. Joel demonstrates in the game. That would have been good that- to have that at the last guy, like they both run out of bullets, and they have a little hand-to-hand combat thing. That would have been yeah. good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that, that would have been, been cool. awesome. Yeah. It's not that the episode was long or anything. They definitely had enough time to fit a little two minute. I just, I just feel like, yeah, I just feel like obviously it's a show and they're trying to be realistic, but it is a show. And I feel like they're making it too believable. Like, for example, I don't know. At the same time, when he was running towards the other guy, when he was driving towards the other guy, the very last guy, instead of driving him over, he decided to crash into a store. That was really unbelievable to me. Yeah. Even though the tires were popped and everything, I still he felt like he could have gone a few hundred feet on that car. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's... So the thing is, though, I feel like they're, the same thing is happening in this show that happened... This might be an unpopular opinion. Okay? So... oh So... Get so ready, guys. Bra- brace yourselves. <gasps> in The Mandalorian. <gasps> okay? Hold up. In The Mandalorian. The the Mandalorian is not that much of a badass. He gets his ass kicked a lot in that show. He gets shot, pushed, blown up, punched in the face. And if he didn't have that Beskar, that Beskar armor, I mean, that's really, at the end of the day, what saves him. And he's on his back or on his stomach quite often in that show. Obviously, he comes out on top. But it's not always, not always based off of his skill. Sometimes a lot of scenes happen based plot off armor. of he, 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 exactly plot armor. So 
But I mean, that I would get, like I mean, if, you gotta think about it though. It would get pretty boring if someone was just a bad. It'd be like One Punch Man. I guess you could date One Punch Man is excellent, but I'm well, just one saying. One Punch Man is satirical. Right, right. Yeah, okay, it's satirical. But I'm saying you'd have a One Punch Man syndrome where he's just going around. Maybe that's a drastic example, but you know, you as a viewer, I don't think you want to see someone be a badass every but, I mean, single episode. But I get not, what you're saying. I'm not saying for him to like in the game you clean fucking fifteen dudes. Like no, but three guys easy. I would think three, I think three, it three been, guys is more believable. Yeah, I think it would have been believable if I don't know. I think it'd be more believable. He killed two guys with weapons and then had to fist fight somebody else. Is that what you're talking about? Something like that. Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah. I was say fist fight three dudes. I mean, you and I both know that shit is not easy. I don't care how big or small. I they mean, are. even like, even even in the are. game, you can't even in the game you can't fist fight three people. That's you true. You get your ass kicked. Yeah, you get your ass kicked real easily. Okay. Yeah, if the if the if the if the hunters, which they're called the raiders, the raider enemy, like right, they're called hunters. If they if they uh, surround you, it's over. Yeah. All right. I'm ready to move on. You're, you all ready to move on from this? I know we talked a lot. No way. It. I'm kidding. The, <laughs> the only, the last thing about this scene that I have, right, is I really wish that they would have swapped out her shooting the guy for later on or yep. changed it with the scene where he was almost drowning. Yeah. Where he was being drowned. It was too soon. And swapped it with the brick. Because in oh, the game, yeah, the Ellie, bricks Ellie, Ellie fucking yeets bricks at people to yeah. help Joel. And I thought <laughs> yeah. that that would have. And it's always, it's always like a very believable. Oh my god! Like, Ellie Dude. knows, like, hey, motherfucker! Yeah, and she pops up brick right in the fucking mouth. <laughs> so Dude, she's I'm, a hobbit on steroids. That is perfect. That, that is a perfect example. Of Ellie is such a fucking badass in the game. I when you play as her, like. When you do sneak attacks and she jumps on their back with a knife and she's just going ham on their fucking neck and then their side, it's and she's just that uh, she's like, "Hey, motherfucker!" It's it's awesome. I just got to say. Like, and then I the feel is- so. There's no ah. Uh, there's the thing is that there the reason that that I want this like violence from Joel is because it helps build that understanding that Ellie and Joel have from each other. It helps build their relationship because Joel in the game is a fucking savage and it's mm-hmm. so bad. He's such a savage that even though Ellie is with him regularly all the fucking time, obviously, but when throughout their fights after the fight is over, or if there's like a lull where you're not shooting anybody at the moment, Ellie will straight up be like, fuck Joel. Like that was fucked up. Like that was fucking yeah rough man like she's like she'll tell him like yeah. fuck you shot if, that guy in the fucking mouth like yeah when you blow someone's head off with a shotgun she'll say something like oh my god god joel like yeah like, yeah do you react she, she reacts you, yeah she's reactive cool. i like i like it only thing i don't like about her is i'll be playing the game i'll be sneaking around and i'll turn around she'll be right by me and I'll be like, oh fuck and i feel like i gotta like kill her <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that shit gets me every time when i'm playing the game like ah oh, damn it. in the game it's funny when she's sneaking around you're sneaking yeah. but the AI doesn't re- see Ellie, so like she's standing straight up. She'll and I'm run just right like, across. Will you? Will you fucking hide, please? She'll run right in front of the bad guy. They won't even see you. Killing my emergent. Hide. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. yeah. That's. I mean. That's really. That's all I got. I know it was a lot, but that's all I got. The brick would have been cool. I agree. The brick would have been cool because yeah, she like you said, she eats bricks. But a brick is a huge part of the game. I would like to see bricks and a and a bottle glass bottle come at the, come into play at some point or a Molotov cock. I, w- I would like to see them pay pay some some respects to the to the game in that regard as far as its items. I think it'd be kind of cool. I mean if they don't I won't be mad about it, but I think it would be a nice touch. All right. I mean it doesn't even have to be all the time, just you know, once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one, once. 
Okay, moving on. So we get introduced to the ringleader of this town, Kathleen, who is played by Melanie Linsky. She's been in things. I think she. I forgot. I, I had a list. I don't know. I forgot what. She's other like stuff Coyote is. Ugly for one of the movies. Um, their most recent thing, I believe, is uh, Yellow Jacket. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard she's actually a badass in Yellow Jacket. Is what I was reading. That some people were saying that she's yeah I haven't seen it but they say she because people were complaining about this actress playing this character in a type of role and they said oh that she didn't seem like she fit but then they said well have you seen Yellow Jacket she was a badass in that but anyways we got introduced to Kathleen and then we were also introduced to Perry which most people probably know this now because at the end of the show is played by Jeffrey Pierce who was also the voice of Tommy in the game which is really cool that they included him in oh I noticed it immediately I was like hey yeah. I did the Leo DiCaprio. I was like, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I knew it because I saw a picture of it on Twitter, so I already knew. I probably would have put two and two together because you could tell by his voice. It's interesting, though, because he looks way different than than Tommy. But I guess Troy Hunt looks way different than... Um, Troy Baker. Or Troy Baker looks way different than Joel. Anyways... This is where I really didn't like the deviation, but M, maybe you have a different take on it. Josh, I don't know if you agree with me. I don't like the fact that they're humanizing this group because in the game, they were ruthless hunters that were just inhumane. They were literally hunting. these. There's a scene where they're in a Humvee and they're like mowing people and shooting 50 cows at people. And they literally blow this woman's like head off and they're like, oh, shoes don't fit me. Like they're fucking a ruthless group. They're they're nothing like I would imagine how the show is depicting them, but it in the game it made me hate them so much. Like it just it just I wanted to kill every single one of them when I ran into them. I just knew how evil they were. So that being said, I don't understand this. I guess they're just doing everything that they need to survive. I get that aspect of it, but I don't know. It's I just wasn't a fan of that deviation. But then again, maybe if you haven't played the game, you have a different opinion. So, Em, I'll let you go. I'll let you go first on the last question I had. Josh, I'll let you take this one. Do you agree with me? Do you have the same thoughts? Do you disagree about this deviation? You're talking to me right now? Yes. Are you okay. talking to me? <laughs> you talking to me? Because you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> <Nice>. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, I don't particularly... It's not my favorite. I don't particularly mind it because they're trying to give the villains a leader or the villains for this instance in the story, a leader, a leader type, right? So I guess I can see why they would do it. However, the game, they're just bad guys. You know, there's, they're, they're leaderless, faceless. I mean, they have faces, but you know, like, right. There's no, none of, none of them particularly stand out, but in the, in the, in the show, I guess it's going to be revealed in the next episode why they're hunting Sam and Henry. That hasn't been expressed yet. There's no backstory to the thing with the doctor that uh, Kathleen's character shoots or is disagree- having her little disagreement with, and she shoots in the face. Yes. Aren't, aren't they hunting it because Kathleen has a revenge that um, Sam and what's his other guy's name? Henry's Henry. Daughter, yeah. Yes. Uh, Henry and Sam or Henry. Uh, ratted out on her brother. Just what she thinks. He yeah, thinks that it was Henry was the reason for her brother's murder. Um, that's right, but, the but backstory I got from it. But yeah, but at this point, 
they've taken over the quarantine zone. Yeah, so that's, like, that's a bit much. Is, is it Fedra <laughs> that killed her brother or is it her own people that I think what's, took- I think it was insinuated that it was Fedra that did it, it was because because yeah. she was talking about remember she was talking to the doctor and her doctor's like they had a gun to my head. I had to say what I you know, I told him and then she's like she puts a gun to his head and she's like, All right, so now is this you know, is this the stipulations for you to talk? And you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I think it was Fedra that killed because that's probably what led it also to that. implied that Fedra was, okay. was behind yeah, that, the that's what I yeah. agree. That's what I would say, too. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess I, I don't mind the deviation, but like I said, it's not my particular favorite deviation that they've done that I feel mixes well because in the in the game, these guys are just nomads. They're not like, oh, we liberated ourselves from Fedra and now we're fucking assholes. Yes. I just got another theory. I think this is another stray from Walking Dead. Because did not did we not see lots of nomads situations? Like when Carl was in that house and he ran in earlier seasons, he ran into those guys that were just like uh, killing people left and right. We I think that's a very Left for Dead thing as well. Um, mm-hmm. I, for Walking Dead, since it's like bazillion seasons, I feel like The Walking Dead has touched up on everything at this yeah. point. I, I'm they had about the nomads. It. They had Negan. I'm talking about more of just the humans, human, horrible human being element in the apocalypse, right? I think we got a lot of that in The Walking Dead, so I think they may be trying to avoid that here by giving them a face. I think that I think they're trying to differentiate themselves from that show. You can't tell me that they were in the writers' room and that The Walking Dead didn't come up or that they didn't think no, about it did, that for show, sure. right? Yeah, for sure. I think what they're trying to do. Is even though The Walking Dead put a face like you know Negan had a had a I didn't see it happen but he had sort of a redemption arc and they talked about I didn't about see it, it. Yeah. I was over it apparently I was like yeah he, he, was, he does he has like he a does. redemption arc and you know he was just that was just how he was just how the times were sort of thing but I think I I think it goes back to my theory that they're trying to differentiate differentiate themselves from from The Walking Dead because we've seen that so much in that show they don't want to do it again in this show. Not that I agree with I, w- I would have been fine with them having horrible hunters. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I guess, like I said, they're trying to humanize. I think it's funny that you're saying that, like, I don't want them to be humanized. Uh, okay, Peter. We will- you're, you're in for a rude awakening when you if you continue down the cycle of uh, The Last of Us, I tell Well, I, I'm fine with it because we got some of that at the end of the actual first game. We got it. We got insight into the the bad guys per se right at the end of the game we got some of that we got to see their side of it and we may not have agreed with their side right but he i mean you're not you're not fighting fireflies throughout the entire last of us we this is spoiler spoiler we're entering spoiler i'm not gonna say it but i'm just saying at the end of the game there are bad guys and we get a little bit more of a glimpse to the bad guy's side in their per in their point of view right sure i liked the way that was handled this makes me feel, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I just like the idea of them just being horrible bad guys that are just fucking people up like they were in a game and just trying to get around them, you know. And then later on, you can give us what we got from the game. That so the the only that. thing what? that I the only thing that I don't enjoy about this humanization of this group is the group obviously is part of the guys that tried to rob Joel, right? When? Because when 
the group that the guys that rob that try to rob Joel and Ellie that he kills. But I mean, in this episode, right? Yes, they're okay. with they're with the group that yeah. Yeah. that that liberated themselves from Fedra. I'm not saying that Fedra is a great organization. They're very oppressive. That's fine. They're Nazis. Sure, they're they are Nazis. <laughs> and so, anyways, um, what I don't understand is they're like, oh, we're oppressed, right? And then they're gonna oppress people that they meet on the street. Like, aren't you just you're now you're just as bad as they are? But isn't doesn't that like isn't like a typical story that happened in Game of Thrones too? Where at the spoiler, in the end they killed Daenerys because she would have been just another oppressor. Same thing here, well, they, I believe. Well, they right, talk- right, right. But in the game, they they don't they don't have. It's not like that because in the game, these guys are just savages. Oh yeah, they're not like we need to do what's best for the people and we're liberated from Fedra. But like, is it the, is it in the best interest of the people to just kill random people and hold them up in the road? Or, you know, is it is it would it be better from a context point of view to have Joel kill these guys that are just straight up just fucking savages that want nothing more than to be savages? Like the way that Joel expresses, he's like, I've set traps like that and i've hurt innocent people he doesn't expressly say that but he does say i've been on both sides of it mm-hmm. yeah i just, i think i'll take i'll side with you on it's the dv it's a deviation that i'm not extremely happy about but i'm as a talk as we're talking about it i think i feel a bit better i can see why some of these decisions probably were made i think it's heavily influenced i think this show is heavily influenced by the walking dead for them trying to not be the walking dead. That's what I'm getting from from these. Cuz if if you think about it, it, on the surface you're like, "Oh, this is just like the walking dead." But it's not, right? There's a lot of similarities, but I think they're trying to distance themselves and make themselves different, and, you know. They clearly tell a different story as well. But Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm super excited for the end of this show. Not because I'm like, "Yay, it's over. Fuck it." Not because of that, but because <laughs> I'm interested in what they're going to do because I have a lot of opinions on what happens at the end of the first Last of Us story. So I'm curious as to how the show is going to handle it and if it's going to make me feel the same or make the <laughs> the uninitiated feel what I felt through my game experience. I think it's going to be a very I don't think either of us are going to be happy with what they, I think it'll be entertaining and be good. I don't, I don't want to say happy. I don't think we'll be as as satisfied because of what we experienced in in the game. It might actually be better in my opinion, when it comes to consuming content, like a book to TV, it's better to watch the TV show or the movie and then go back and read the book. Mm. It's almost like my buddy, Brandon always called it. It's almost like a director's cut an advanced, like an extreme director's cut of the actual story. Cause you get so many different perspectives and nuances and all these other things that you can't get into the actual on screen version. So I kind of feel like that's, what's going to happen here. You'd be better off. You might be better off to watch the entire show, then go back and play the game. Cause you'll get an even better experience. You'll get a great experience with the show, but you'll get an even better experience through the game. I think that's what's going to happen here. Mm, and I, I, I see. I see what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think books do that 
definitely books do that. Like I've read um like the first three expan ex the Expanse books and amazing books, but I watched the show first. And this is also hard. This is also not a great example because both the show was the show was done so well and so close to the books that they're both just great. But I still feel like I got a lot more. I got a lot of little different tiny details that you want to get in the show versus if I hadn't read the book. But I'm glad I watched the show first and then read the books. <clears throat> but yeah, so all right, I don't have a whole lot. I think I yeah, I don't have a whole lot to say about Kathleen. So I only have like four things I want to get to. I want to talk a little bit about Kathleen. I want to talk about Jellum Ellie and the gun moment, and then the underground scene. And then the final Joel and Ellie moment. So there's like four things I want to get to before we, we finish up here. Let's talk about the gun safety moment. And what did you think about that? Gun safety is important, guys. Or the gun Always keep your it, guns locked up. I call it the gun safety loaded. moment because there was really no gun safety followed in that scene. <laughs> that drove me crazy. But anyways, what did you think about the Joel, Ellie, and him, him teaching her the weapon? Um, I really like their little moment over there because... I feel like Joe figured out that she's capable of more than he's giving her credit for. Um, he, you know, he had his whole entire fathery moment where you're too young, you shouldn't do that. It's all my fault, all the blah, 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 blah stuff, right? And then she's like, well, it wasn't my first time. And then he looks and gives her that look. He's like, okay, cool. Here's a gun. Let me see what you have. You know, let me see what you can do. And so she holds it up and things like that. And he basically gives her one, two tips, but like one extra, like, you know, put your finger there and then your other hand this way. And then they can't take it out. And she's like, oh, yeah, cool. This is cool. And then he, and then he tells her to her not face. put it. Yeah. The look on her face. She's, she's so like, happy. Oh. Yeah. She looks so happy. Like a little light bulb. And I was like, yeah. Ding. Yeah, like oh. she's, she, she's happy because he's including her. Yep. Yes, he is. And he's They're finally giving her a gun back. Like, yeah, here's your gun. I'm like, yes. I feel like that little tear in the beginning where she went through a little hole was that I lost my gun. <laughs> yeah, she's actually crying about losing her <laughs> but gun. But it's okay. Yeah. Um, but like the I like the fact that um he tells her not to put in the bands because she will shoot her ass off or something like that to put her in the backpack and she still disobeys and puts her in his pocket. Teenagers, God almighty. But yeah, I think that was the cute touching moment where you can see a relationship forming other than just I have to move you from point A to point B and then we're going to split. Right. Yeah. Josh, what about you? Uh, I had an aneurysm. Because the way she was <laughs> pointing the gun at him. He's, she's, he's fucking holding the pistol pointed right at his fucking chest. Thank you. I was like, what I are you like, doing? I was like, I was like, ah. like I was freaking <laughs> you out. You don't like, do I'm, that. I was like, it's like, direction is literally I'm, the first step. <laughs> first of all, what is going on here? You and I are agreeing on so much tonight. I, this is so weird for us. But yeah. <laughs> anyways, yeah. I was yet. Yeah, I glad you said that because I was like, oh, what are you doing? You don't point yeah. A weapon was the gun somebody. loaded? It wasn't loaded. No, it doesn't matter. You it doesn't don't, matter. Gun safety, <laughs> okay. you do not point a weapon at somebody. At you will always time. assume 
no matter it's, what. Even yeah. if the weapon's taken apart, you will assume that it is. Loaded. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's an army thing, but my, everyone I know that handles weapons, that's how we were taught in the army. I, any any type of you have a weapon, you do not point it at somebody, for, no matter it's, what. It's kind of like a Princess Mononoke thing where you cut off the wolf's head and it can still bite you. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. You can like disassemble a gun, it can still shoot you. And then he doesn't, he just assumes that she knows how the safety works. Like he doesn't go yeah. over actual. Well, she, he asked her and she was just like, yeah, I do. So. Okay. Oh, it was like Fedra style. It's like, yeah, ghost figures. I just wonder what she, what was Fedra fucking teaching her? I know I said it earlier. What the fuck did they teach her? I thought there States was. States and gun safety. <laughs> no, I think no about this way. What, what, what does Fedra know? I mean. About gun safety. They're, I mean, they're, they're government. They're government. They're, they're, they don't they're, even, they don't even know how to wear their patrol caps properly. God damn it. <laughs> oh, God damn. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, maybe they don't teach them in school how to use pistols, but I thought, you know, she was, she was in a like federal boarding school. Yeah. I'm with you with that. It was, I was like, what? I was like, what? is this, why do you do that? I was, like, this is, I was like, this is super irresponsible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're her parent. You're an yeah. irresponsible parent again. And then at the end, he can't, he, I think after he loads the gun, he load the gun up and give it back to her, and it's still pointed at his fucking chest. I was like, "Yep." At yep. the end, oh my god! And oh. then he's like, he's like jiggling it, yeah. in front of him. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What true. are you doing?" A jiggle fart. Oh, that's hilarious! Yeah, he's like, yeah. "All right, now this now we're gonna go over a little uh, a little demonstration of how it can't be taken done. It shows <laughs> over." <laughs> Roll credits. Roll yeah, the, credits. The music starts playing. The Last of Us song starts it's like to play. The, no, it's like the Kirby enthusiasm. Oh God! <laughs> so what I was gonna say is that regardless of whether or not practically, in a realistic sense, like what he's showing here in that point is dangerous. It's dangerous even from a prop weapon because it is a weapon that I'm assuming has some sort of capability it, it locks it slides he fucking unchambered around from it so i'm assuming the slide works yeah, and they so, get, but they got realistic we had, we had weapons that, situ- that don't we had that situation shoot. we had that situation a couple of years ago where fucking alec baldwin fucking shot somebody on set with a fuck last year but we don't know what that what the weapon was it could have just been a, a replica prop that they didn't actually shoot you can have they make weapons that actually do all of that stuff that you can put rounds right. and chambers in that you can't actually we don't know that i mean but yes to, no to be is, fair a lot of people did die because of that because of mistakes like that yeah on yeah. movie sets i'm just saying if you're okay one you're yes you're right if that is an actual weapon <laughs> that had even if it's a prop with blank rounds or whatever right yes but Still we dangerous. don't we don't know that because who who I don't know. I would say we don't know because they, they do have prop weapons that do all this. Yeah, if I, if I was the, the gun mechanics. guy on set, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want to get sued. Please, no. That was that was tough to watch as a person that... I, I should mean, be like, Bella, you're not about to kill Pedro Pascal and then blame me, okay? <laughs> Fucking point it at the wall, please. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I just really liked her face in that moment. She looked so happy, and she was like just so happy to be included with Joel, like you said. Yeah, the moment yeah. was genuine. It just yeah. made me angsty. Yeah, the, that was the thing where it kind of like ruined the moment for me. Like, Ugh. I was like clenching my teeth. Even watching it a second time, I was like, Ugh. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the other one that I had was Josh and I, I think we know what was in the ground. And what did you think was in the moving ground that Perry showed Kathleen? 
A very big tulip. <laughs> tulip. <laughs> it's a big, it's a giant no, mushroom. <laughs> yes, I finally made you laugh. God. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, uh, yes, obviously there is a ginormous ant eater thing happening there that's going to eat all humans. Ant eater? You know, when you get ant eaters, the lion ant eaters, they like dig a hole and they just wait and they just. Never mind. <laughs> yes, there's an effect in there. I get it. Scary. I think I'm not going to spoil it, but I think it's an enemy type that we saw in the game. That's how I was phrased it. An enemy. Do you know what I'm an talking an about, Josh? An anemone. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. Uh, Kind of weird that they're going to damage that they're going to show that kind of enemy or that kind of infected uh, at this stage in the story, but because it's kind of used as like a plot device in the game. But I mean, uh, they got to show it at some point, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Well, what I want to know is if they're going to show the Rat King. You don't even know who the Rat King is, Peter. Holy do you know I'm who like, the Rat no. King is? No. Holy the Rat fuck. King. <laughs> do you know? Do you, let me put this into context for you. Do you know what a Rat King is? Like a real one, like an actual life one. No? Okay. So a rat king, right? A real life rat king. Maybe some people don't know this. Uh, maybe listeners don't know. A rat king know. occur a rat king occurs in real life. And it is when there are a lot of rats that uh rats or mice, it can happen with mice and rats, when there are a lot of them in one area, like all bundled up, sleeping together, like all piled into one little hole, and their their tails will get tangled together. And they can't separate. They can't separate because their tails intermingle and like like knot together, basically one giant tail knot, and they all fucking die. I just googled it. Ugh. Yeah, a rat king. A rat king is a real occurrence that happens in real life. And there's an enemy in The Last of Us in this series in this world that is called a rat king, and it is based off of the idea of wait, a it real, was a real that, world rat. That king. must have been The Last of Us Part Two. Yes, absolutely. Okay, but you're you'll you'll get there. Yeah, I need a break from the Last of Us shit, but hell nah, you better take, boot it up tomorrow. Taking a break hmm. from from the Last of Us now. Anyways, that's interesting. Yeah, so yeah, I I thought it was it was an interesting moment because Kathleen was like she didn't really I I feel like she didn't really know what to do in that moment. She said, "What the fuck do you want me to do? Which is try to find Henry and these people and then do do what we can and then we'll deal with this later. Let's just deal with one thing at a time, you know, because then they just lock the door and they so. I didn't I didn't like that because in my opinion I was like this seems like the much right more I agree. much more of yeah. a yeah. Let's let's dire go hunt situation. these people down like this or... puts everybody at risk as opposed to me sending 50 people to look for a, a man and a little kid. Yeah. I, you know? I, I, I don't, don't know. Wanna, I feel like Kathleen yeah. is extremely dysfunctional and frazzled. I, I mean, her, her, like little, her, her little speech yeah. where she was like, we need to find whoever disagree with us and kill them. I was like, <laughs> I am offended. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, obviously they're trying to lend credence to her being like the leader, but like that's that speech doesn't coincide with the whole like, we are for the people. The people need to be liberated by murdering them. Like, whoa. <laughs> <By> murder. <laughs> you murder my daughter. I think it's also yes. a sign of just, yeah, it's just the end of humanity. And I think that's, you know, the whole The Last of Us storyline that you'll, that you kind of, you know, I think I might be jumping up ahead here. But anyways, 
this is sort of like the the end of humanity and this is the norm i think that's sort of what's happening like people are just fucking ruthless they're just gonna do these horrible things so they can survive and that's why they set the traps that's why they're doing these things and they're all they all all in agreement and i think that's just sort of like what this is playing at here but i get it if i was that leader i'd probably be like let's just let's kill whatever is in there let's figure this out because this could affect us all it seems like they knew what was in there there was like a big uh-oh situation i feel like they have seen that before the past 20 years that's a good point so the commando guy god what's his name again harry you're muted josh i can't hear you it's Perry. Perry. I'm, not try- I'm not trying to take away from Kathleen's uh, leadership, right? But I do feel that the way her character is represented does not line up with being in a leadership role. Strong no. female it has, type it has leadership. Nothing, no, no, no. It has nothing to do with her being a female. It could, be, it could have been a male. Kathleen could have been interpreted as a, as a male actor or a male character. And I would have, I don't know, I just found it strange, the certain things that she says and how she riles up the crowd. I didn't believe like she didn't make me want to believe that people would follow her. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. The way I don't, I don't blame, I don't blame her. I think it's like a writing thing, but then at the end of the show in the end credit scenes where the, the the crew is talking about the show and writing and stuff like that, they mentioned that Perry is a military veteran and you can see that he is, knows what he's doing. He knows he's manipulating his weapon through corners. He's, He's like, hey, we need to address this. And she's like, no, I feel like she's the Kathleen's character is more vindictive than about survival at this yeah. point, at this point in the story, whether yeah. or not it comes, it comes out more about like actually caring about the people. She's very ton of vision. Yes, exa- there you yeah. go. That's a that's a great uh they killed my she brother. Like, I have to kill them first before, you know, I before can I, save my we, actual people. Yeah, exactly. Before we save all these people from certain death and infection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I have one more scene I want to talk about before we wrap up. Is there anything else you want to talk about before? We've been talking for quite a while. So is there anything else that you want nope, to get I'm, in? I'm good to go. Okay. Where did they get crayons? Done. We're moving on. <laughs> All right, let's talk about that for the next 30 minutes. I'm sure we could. But the the last thing I have, I think that that as of note, is the final scene of Ellie and Joel falling asleep, going to sleep, and her telling the pun. Oh, yeah. It runs in your genes. Yeah. Such a good pun. I'm sorry. You know diarrhea is hereditary? It runs in your in your genes. Yeah. And that moment was so fucking awesome. Joel <laughs> finally laughing. He was like, that's fucking stupid. And then starts laughing. And it was just, it was, I just loved it. It was, it was really cute and really funny. That that pun is actually in the the DLC for The Last of Us. That's when, right. Uh, Ellie finds, gets the book from Riley. And she's reading them. If you keep reading all of them, that's the very last one. Mm. And, I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, I kept going through it because I wanted to see if they she did any of the puns from the TV show. But so yeah, that was, and then we saw, we finally they woke up and we finally met, got a glimpse of Henry and Sam. So, but what are your thoughts on that? And then we'll wrap it up. So, Josh, you go. What were your your thoughts about that moment and all? Oh, anything? I'm not. I'm not sure 
Okay. But is Sam deaf? Is in the Sam, pre yeah, in the previous it looked um, like it looked like he's doing sign language. I don't oh, know if they do that, that for, for yeah. communication. I don't know if they do that for trying to communicate silently and they just learned well, it just to, or if Sam actually is deaf in the show. Because if he is, that's not that doesn't coincide with the with the game. I'm that like I said, it's not a problem. I'm just wondering because I that's what I perceived from what I saw. I don't want to spoil or anything unless somebody watches the um on the next episode. Oh. So just skip forward like for a little five minutes after no, no, we're no. done with our events. This is not really a spoiler. Go ahead. What did you uh, see? Yeah, the... you could see the two of them doing sign language. I'm not sure if that means that they, he is deaf or one of them is deaf, but they definitely know how to use sign language. That's interesting. Now, I wonder if he is or isn't, if that's just a way to, because you got to be silent, right? So that'd be, if you know sign language, you can communicate that way. Why wouldn't you use it when you're around your enemies? You know, if you right. need to be quiet, so that's it could be a, a good, yeah, it could be a good thing to know, or he could be actually, yeah, or he could, right. yeah, he could actually be deaf, and it, is, it just plays out to their advantage because he yeah. is deaf too. So yeah, that's right. interesting. Exactly. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't catch that part because I actually I watched it for a second time, but I didn't watch the final the ending ending yesterday because I got caught up in some other stuff. But I because normally I watch the episode, I just only watch thing- it, and then I go back and watch it a second time and take notes, and that's what I've been doing for this. Show. The only thing that I'm not gonna like if he is deaf is that I really liked where the relationship was going between him and Ellie in the game. Yeah, they're still pretty cold at that point in the game. No, I know, I know, but you can. T- I just I don't want to keep going because we're gonna spoil it for him. Mm-hmm. But but they they you know they they talk, and if he's deaf, we're not gonna get that. And I feel like that com- those conversations that they have are important for Ellie's development. Hmm. Yeah. There were some really cool moments too. Uh, like with a toy. I'm not yeah. going to, you know, I don't know if they're going to show that, but there was like, it's small, but it really, it's really heavy, you know, like little things like that. I get what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. I'd be interested to see if, I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I just don't know, but I, I'm, I am with you there. They need to have, I think having those conversations will be great towards Ellie's character. That's a good point. I wasn't even thinking about that. Damn it. yeah i just yeah i i loved that that scene it was hilarious it was great i'm enjoying joel and ellie warming up only thing only complaint i have about that or critique i have about that i feel like it's happening too quick i feel like it should take longer but i mean they they only have nine episodes to do it i get that and the next season oh well they already said the next season and at least season two because they haven't confirmed season three is going to follow the last of us two so we know that the first season is going to hit all of the game, the first game. So if you play the first game, you kind of know where it's going to go and what may or may happen or most likely will happen. Yeah. So, all right. You need to get on the, the sequel as soon as you can, Peter. I'm no bullshit. All right. We'll talk about that <laughs> later. I just, I don't want to play a 40 hour game right now, <laughs> but what anyways, about Harry Potter? No, wait, Hogwarts. it's only 50. It's only 50 hours. Yeah. I'm not, I'm saying this now as I started playing the, the Mass Effect trilogy, which hey is man, like, hey man, like hey, 80 think hours. Think about it this way. Think about it this way. No side quests. It's all straight. Just story, 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 story. Yeah. I might just do again, put it on light and just play through it again because I enjoyed yeah. that. I actually, that's what I did. I put it on light, not the easiest. I put it on light and then a couple of other things to make it a little bit easier. 
I didn't really die that much. I died like a handful of times in one areas where you, no matter what you do, if you fuck up, you'll die sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but I enjoyed that playthrough. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm beyond, I'm 39. So I think I'm past that challenge myself mode. Your reflexes are no longer what they used yeah. to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but even as a kid, I mean, Metal Gear Solid reference incoming. When I played Metal Gear Solid, I played it on the easiest level when I first played it. And then I went back and played it on the harder levels, you know, because once I found out that if you played on like the hardest level or whatever, you can get the invisible suit. So I did that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the, the stealth suit. The stealth suit, yeah, which you couldn't use against bosses. But anyways, all right, we got a Metal Gear reference in. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I, I find it, I'm finding it more enjoyable to just put some of these single-player games on, on an easier setting and just play through it instead of... The medium setting, if you have like one between easy and medium, yeah. like immediate, or even if you just put on easy, no shame, man. If you want to play for the story, most, almost all games have that the perfect yeah. balance between gameplay and storytelling, yeah. Blah, 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 and, that's, blah, blah, blah. and that's sort of where I'm at now, and that's what I did with this. So I'll probably do the same thing, but anyways, all right, back to the show. Let's give our final thoughts, wrap this up. We'll say our goodbyes until two nights from now when we actually watch the new, the new episode, episode five. Um, what are your final thoughts? Go ahead. Uh, this episode was not as great as the other three, but you can't really keep going that full steam ahead. But I feel like it was more of a transitional episode. I am, once again, excited to see where it goes. I like the story so far. I like the character developments and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I did feel a little bit that the Joe and Ellie um, friendship is really blossoming a little bit too fast for me but on the end i did enjoy that joke so go bigger gosh um i feel like we're starting to really see where the deviations are coming in a lot more frequent and a lot more uh what's the word i want to use here um, a lot more hard pressed in terms of like we can't do it the same way as the game a lot of people are saying who wants to watch a one for one Honestly, I wouldn't mind watching a one for one. It's not, it's like watching a giant cutscene. And I love watching cutscenes. I grew up in a video game era where the game looked like crap and then the cutscenes looked amazing. <laughs> so whenever a cutscene came, you were like, wow, that's what the hero looks like. But then you play the game and he's all pixelated and shit. It's so, funny you say that. I'm sorry to interrupt your final thought. Metal Gear Solid, that game looked like ass the entire way through and all their cutscenes. To their credit, use the in-game engine, which had never been done before. But it's funny that you say that. That's one of yeah, my favorite yeah, yeah. games. I, Metal Gear Solid did not do that. No, I know. But at the same time, but Metal Gear's cutscenes were so detailed with story that it was like it didn't matter at that point. And they were they were a little bit more HD. The, 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 the characters are a little more refined in the cutscenes. They weren't exactly one-to-one -one with what were you looking at because there was a little bit more pixelation in the movement and stuff like that. However, um, I, but it wasn't the same game engine, so yes. But what I'm saying is that I don't mind seeing it all one for one. Obviously, I know they have to take out the two hours of scavenging and grabbing 30 fucking pieces of wool from dressers and shit and making shit in your bag every 10 minutes. I get that. But, you know, one for one stuff is is fine for me. I, don't, I wouldn't mind it, which is why... I, People, people say, like, who wants to actually watch a one for The gamer does, in my opinion. I feel like the slight deviations are fine. But if it's too much, that's when you get into that weird territory of, like, am I really staying true to 
what what inspired me to make this work in the first place. I do agree with you because the first episode of Prani was very much one to one, and it was very enjoyable to watch as well. So yeah, I don't understand I just, what they have to be. So there's just a right few now. things for me with this episode is the violence. If you're trying to stay on Last of Us theme, you got to turn it up. You know, <laughs> realistically, realistically, Joel knows that you just had a gunfight. People are going to be coming. Fucking clack the dude. Why do you have to have a whole conversation? Like, no. I don't. And he's like, they're winded, like taking his breath. Like we know Joel would not t- take a breath until it's fucking done. And he is out of harm's way 100%. So it was kind of like, it bothered me that he's just letting him sit there. My name is Brian. Like, shut up. Don't, Joel is not like, doesn't let anybody humanize themselves in the game. Joel is like, you are an obstacle and I need to get rid of you or else you become a liability to me and Ellie's safety. Yeah, I think with my final thoughts is that this is the first time that I've felt mid. <laughs> Almost like the best way to mid about this episode because of the deviations. I wasn't happy about the deviations. It wasn't like an egregious affront to the source material or anything. But there were some deviations in this episode that I wasn't, I wasn't enthusiastic about. And... I under, this episode sort of felt like a filler episode, which sure. is fine because you're going to have that in series. You need to like give some backstory and some reasoning as to the character's motivations, like Kathleen's motivations, Henry and Sam, and it's fine. So the best way, my final thoughts, is this episode was fine. It works, and it, it's just a small puzzle piece that will lead to a bigger picture, hopefully down the line. And that's just, yeah. that's how I feel about it. I, I think it's funny. I think it's funny now looking back at the episode, how I read, I'm pretty sure we had all read at some point that action isn't supposed to really turn on until like the fourth episode. And I was really looking forward to that because I was supposed to be this episode. And after watching it, I was like, where? What? Well, I read the first four episodes. There was not much action. Yeah. Not they in did episode, warn us. Not in episode four. They just said in the first four episodes, there wasn't much action. That's what, and I'm fine with it. I got enough action in episode okay, two. I must have misread that then because yeah. I thought that it was like at episode four, that's when we're going to crank it. No, it was <laughs> first four episodes. What I read was there's not much action, but I was fine with that because episode two gave us a really cool scene. Episode yeah. three gave us just a tremendous love story, which is fine. And then episode four was just a filler episode to give us some information and backstories about these people. All right. That's all I have for this episode. We've talked ad nauseum. It was a lot of fun. But I'm tired. I need to drink more water because my throat hurts. And I'm ready to go. We got our Metal Gear in. Metal Gear reference mm-hmm. in. All right. Episode, new episode is Friday. Watch it. We'll be hopefully record this weekend. We hope it'll be up by Saturday, Sunday. I don't know what's going to happen. We never know. We have a terrible schedule. But anyways. <laughs> yeah, because we're all adults and we have lives. We're all adulting. We're all nerds adulting. All right. Indeed. Bye, everybody. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, Don't guys. Be